Hi, I'm Ellie Williamson, and this is the No Playbook Podcast. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. It's the podcast where I interview the outstanding athletes, coaches, and experts from East Tennessee. Today's episode, it's going to fall under the category of an expert in the sports world here around this area of East Tennessee. Very pleased to have Ellie Williamson on the show today. She's a young and talented aspiring sports reporter. Her hustle to chase her dream, nothing short of inspiring. And even if you haven't seen her stuff uh, online yet, I really think you're going to find this interview super interesting. Might even lead you to follow some of her work with the Players' Lounge. They're always putting together some, some great content. This episode is sponsored by D1 Training and Ben Cash Photography. I'll get to Ellie right after this. Sit tight. D1 is the place for the athlete. When you join the D1 team, you don't just go to a gym. You're part of a team, a family. Family on three, one, two, three. If you're looking for a place to get better, to improve, to strive for the goals that you have, then D1 might be the right place for you. Book your free one-on-one assessment today. Don't wait. Learn more about area facilities in Hardin Valley and Blunt County at d1training.com. Ben Cash Photography turns passion into art, specializing in world-class sports photography. Ben Cash is a former college baseball player with over a decade of experience capturing the essence of athleticism from local high schools to the SEC. Ben is now taking game reservations to cover events from all over East Tennessee. You can connect with Ben on social media. That's where you can see his full portfolio. Ben Cash Photography, where every shot is a masterpiece. Book your game coverage today and let the memories live forever. I'm good. How's it going today? You got a, a lot of meetings on a Monday? Yeah, we just had a content meeting and then that ran a little bit behind. So nothing too big. It was all good stuff. So is I'm that glad. with like uh like Travis and Keith with Players Lounge? Yes. Yeah, so we do like a weekly content meeting. <laughs> My dog is going crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's with Travis and Keith and Aaron and our entire the Georgia TPL side, the Tennessee TPL side. So we all kind of go through and what shows we're going to have that week and schedules for contents, different stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I've done a lot of stuff with, uh, with those guys in the past couple of years, really. Yeah. I, I'd love to hear. So you're talking about doing stuff with players lounge. Uh, I'm very familiar, but I don't, I don't know, you know, the, there's going to be listeners that aren't as uh, up to date on how they can get involved and what kind of opportunities there are with that. We talk about that a little bit. Well, yeah. So like I currently work with um, a few things in the sports media space and they're all equally important to me. And just, you know, so much of my passion for being in this space is a really big part of what I do at the Players Lounge. So I'm an associate producer um, and lead the Tennessee side of it. So it kind of looks like, you know, I use our partnership with Tennessee Athletics to help show content, write scripts um, that kind of help our student athletes on their shows and schedule the Tennessee side, as well as kind of working with other corporate sponsors, you know, and the entire team at the Players Lounge and help to manage the success of the platform. But, you know, I also work for a nonprofit that is very close to my heart. It's called The Legends of Tennessee, and it's ran by Chris Trees and Jabari Davis, uh, two NFL, two VFLs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm 
two BFLs that are in the Knoxville business community, and they kind of started a nonprofit to help bring kids across the state to camps with the balls. So these camps help build foundations for them as they learn, you know, kind of what being a legend really is all about. So it helps kind of connect the future of all nation with student athletes currently at Tennessee. And they bring in other VFLs to these camps and they just really unite and that connection from past to present and future balls. So they also support the Lady Balls uh, Booster Club, where our Lady Balls get opportunities to serve the community and um, partners. And they have a classroom project going on right now with some of the local schools where student athletes at Tennessee come in and connect to the kids in the classroom, reading, uh, different participation stuff, you know, in classwork. So I really love getting to help their media and marketing, and it just gives back to such a good cause. And I'm honestly blessed to work with those guys on the side, but been blessed to work with several internship roles this far. And mm-hmm. kind of as I study at Tennessee and even before coming to Tennessee, um, I've worked with, you know, Skillshow and actually helping them again a little this spring. So that's something to look out for and something I'm really excited about, but, you know, score Atlanta MVP camp series in Georgia Um, The East West Shrine Bowl college all-star game just finished up uh, this past year, but Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl college semifinal game, uh, Coastal Plain League. Now the Cape Cod. These are all internships. Yeah, these are all internships and all stuff that I've been doing um, while I was at Tennessee before I came to Tennessee. Um, The Cape Cod League is something coming up this summer that I'm super excited to be a part of. It's, you know, get to go live up in the Cape for the summer and be able to watch these guys grow. Um, but the SEC tournament Hoover is another one, galvanized rookie camps with the NFL, just a lot of great experiences in sports media for me. And, you know, I never, never take it for granted that, you know, I've been able to meet such great people and learn from them. So it's something I'm really passionate about and super excited. So the Cape league is that I might embarrass myself. Is that there's a movie with Freddie Prince jr is, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Is that what the Cape that, League is? What you is saying? Summer Catch. Yes, Summer Catch. Yes. That's it. Terrible movie, <laughs> but I think that's what that was. Yeah, I just actually just watched it for the first time um, a few days ago because a lot of people were telling me you have to watch it, but it's based off of that movie. It's a true, all of it. Yeah, but there's okay. so much more, there's so much more than that in the Cape. It's, you know, a way for these guys to grow over the summer and um, kind of just it's the breeding ground for the MLB and it's the most historic college summer baseball league um, around. So, yeah, absolutely. Now uh, how about this? I'm curious to hear just with like an internship, just to even pick one of your, let's say the Chick-fil-A peach bowl. So what does an intern get to be a part of with that whole production? Yeah. So I was on content team with them. So I was able, you know, the kickoff classic um, is kind of, you know, it's a little bit that whole week leading up to it, but it's the kickoff of all of college football, just about. And, you know, there's four teams that get to play in it. And so throughout the whole week, we're planning and prepping, depending on the teams that are invited every year um, for social content and just in the game, fan interactions, um, following along the story and being able to share the best of that. And then the yeah. beach is, as you know, well, 
it was a semifinals back then, but um, it was Georgia and Ohio State. And so leading up to that, the whole week before, they have different opportunities with the Children's Hospital in Atlanta. They do um, an MLK kind of speech at his church in Atlanta. And so we're covering that. We're covering the game, um, the day of, and just all types of different stuff. That was a really cool experience to be a part of because that was, you know, when the kick happened and Ohio State missed it for Georgia win. It was right at New Year's when the ball dropped. It was just all of it was just planned like perfectly and it all went off great. So now is uh, media and production what you're wanting to be a part of or more like event management? Well, actually, I kind of haven't really decided because I'm going to do my master's in sports management more than likely. But, you know, my goal at the end of the day is sideline reporting and just sharing the best of what's going on, um, whether it be kind of like Laura Oakman. She's someone I really look up to. Laura Rutledge is another one of them. Very, very strong. Aaron Andrews, um, just a few names that kind of what they're doing and see at, seeing how they do it is a big way, a big something that I want to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. but right now I'm learning and taking my time. <laughs> and seeing well, now as, the, uh, as an associate producer for the Players Lounge, talk about some of the shows. And when you mentioned on the Tennessee side, so they've got a lot of Georgia shows as well, but but here, here with the Vols, what are the, some of the shows you work on? Yeah, so the Players Lounge is so cool, in my opinion. It's just a unique media platform, so it combines new media with old reporting style media and allows authentic connection to the behind the scenes and kind of the real life stories of college athletes and college athletics. So they have partnerships at UGA, Tennessee, and Clemson. We're kind of starting to expand into um, some other SEC schools as well, but it started off a few years ago with Keith Marshall and Aaron Murray and Josh Dobbs. So you know, and others, you know, just trying to get involved with helping the brand, building that side of media and other aspects. Now they have kind of grown into so much more. But like I said, you know, they partner with Tennessee Athletics. So what we do with that is we have each a platform for ball fans to sign up and get content directly from the student athletes and buy them. So fans can sign up and engage with what they want to hear about and know. And we use our media platform to talk all things Tennessee sports. So you can start on the socials and kind of keep up with us as we share um, each week, but that's kind of what we're doing. We're helping build the athletes brand and who they are and getting to share a more personal side of them. So I got to be a part of an event with them. Uh, It was at Dick's the night before the Georgia game. Yes. Yeah. That was kind of our tailgate, bringing the two together. Um, It's always, you know, that rivalry is a tough one. So for Georgia alums to be there and to kind of support and share some stories with our BFLs. Mm -hmm. Were were you there at the event? I was. Yeah. Okay. I I was the MC of the event. Johnson was there. Oh yeah. For a little bit. It was a really cool experience. I'm glad we got to do that and partner with Dix. Dix is amazing. We, partner with them and do all kinds. We shoot some of our shows there. Um, so I'm super grateful for the Dick's house of sport in Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that was my, I worked there for quite a while, right. When they opened, uh, so putting on a lot of those things and, and getting that first connection with Travis and Keith, uh, kind yeah. of getting that rolling. So trying to find ways to work with those guys at D one training now. Um, <laughs> yes. We would love to come shoot a show there anytime. 
but yeah, yeah. Then at Dick's House Sport was really cool. I actually just went back um, and was able to go on a panel for a women in sports event with them. So some of the lady balls and rowing, swimming and diving and other sports. You know, I love anytime we get to go back and do stuff like that with them. They've always got something happening. You know, sorry for the ding, but it's a, a funny, funny moment. You were just mentioning Joshua Dobbs. Um, I'm actually texting with him right now. We're working on his uh, football camp. So D1 actually like runs it um, and we're, we're just setting up calls. It's funny. It's like early February and, and it's a summer camp, but we're already trying to hammer <laughs> out some of the details. Um, I mean, those, I know those tickets and they'll go fast, especially with him coming back. He's always, always doing something around here. And the fun thing is every year it's like a tradition. He will, so we do a 40 time for kids. And at the end of it, he does a race with, uh, whoever got like the fastest time. And last year, like we have a photo finish. He won by like, like a nose hair. Oh. Be, it was like a 14 year old kid who ran like a four or five. It was so fun. Um, and I just love that Josh wasn't like uh, gonna just trot out and let the kid win. He, he went all out. It was funny. Uh, he beat him, but I swear it was, it was like a photo finish. Um. I've seen some videos though of you flipping and stuff. What are you? Are, are you a, a competitive cheerleader? Well, yes. So I um, kind of grew up in sports as a coach's kid in Georgia, and so I have a history, kind of as an athlete, I guess you could say. But I was born the first week of full pads and was in the locker room as a baby in my car seat, literally like during coaches' meetings and all of that. So I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was just in me, but um, huh? I was kind of learning to ride my bike in McDonough, Georgia, and between two-a-day practices in the summer and just kind of always around the games. As a coach kid, I kind of started to play sports at five years old, and, you know, I tried a few. Soccer was one, but never again. I kicked a goal for the wrong team and huh? was done, but I was doing cartwheels in the middle of the game. I'm so sorry. I was doing cartwheels in the middle of the soccer game. Did your dog want to say hello? Yeah, Jen. You want to say hi? My my dog's name is actually General, named after General. Yeah, General. He's just gonna pant. He's just ready. He's ready to be taken on a walk. <laughs> was but, that weird? Uh, it's coming up to Tennessee uh, as a Georgia. Girl? Um, a little, a little weird. My mom's side's from Tennessee, so it was kind of you know, always something that was in my family. And I was super passionate about it. I grew up there, but a lot of my family's from middle Tennessee. So in Bristol, so actually they're in real estate. So as the real estate commissioner for the, the state of Tennessee back in the nineties, um, and when Tennessee won the national championship title, my great grandmother, she did a lot of work with Kitty Alexander and other government leaders for the university. So my love for Tennessee goes back far from Far from just that, but being raised in Georgia, I was just always wearing orange. So I love the school. And I think there are tons of pictures of me when, you know, I was in orange and my whole life, actually. One of my first college football games was the game at UGA where Josh Dobbs had the hell, like the Hail Mary and Juwan Jennings. I was front row to that. Now, wow. like, I get to work with his initiative at the Players Lounge. And so, all these years later, and I think that is just so cool to me. But huh? yeah, Isn't I started. It? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like when he was in college, I was just a little girl, like 
in the stands watching it. I had no idea, you know, I would meet him. I would be at Tennessee, let alone get to work with him. But um, yeah, I kind of going back to the sports side. I Soccer was definitely not it. So <laughs> I went into gymnastics and into competitive cheer and competed at the highest level um, at a very early age. But I was traveling nationally with a world champion team at 12. So the girls on my team were mainly 16 to 18 years old. But I was just blessed to, you know, be able to compete alongside some of the best in the sport. And so then as I started high school, I lettered in three sports, uh, track, gymnastics, and cheer. So I was, it was just something that was a part of me. And all while I was actively around the sports and my dad coached baseball and track and football. But so that's kind of a little bit of where my sports journey started. And then yeah, getting that competitive nature early. Um, So I have something similar. I'm a bit older. Uh, when I was a kid, Heath Schuler was everything to me. Like this guy was just the man. And I was in a meeting uh, maybe two years ago, the first time that I met him. And I was in a meeting talking with him and he called my phone and I'm like texting my dad, like, you're never going to believe this. Like 12 year old Casey would be yeah. freaking out. And, I, and that sounds like that's what you're you're uh, describing there too. It's a, it's a, It's a fun business to be a part of. So Sips and Cigar is one of the events that we have with Legends of Tennessee, but his son, Navy Schuler, was one of the guys that we had. And, you know, I decided to interview him for a quick little thing with socials. And I texted my meemaw and I was like, you'll never believe who I'm interviewing. Mm-hmm. She was like, who? This is like when I first got to Tennessee and I was like, Navy Schuler. And she's like, oh my gosh, because back in the 90s, he Schuler was that guy. So I 100% understand where you're coming from there. Everyone in my family was freaking out about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and how are things going with um, with Legends of Tennessee? We got to be a part of, kind of we partnered with Dane Davis. Um, Jabari was there. Uh, and we did some coaching up in a, a camp that was, it wasn't Bristol, but what was it? Like uh, East, East Sullivan, Sullivan East. That's what it was. Dane was there, Nico, a bunch of players were there, but they were there coaching. So we've gotten to see the work they do. Yeah, they're we're doing great. We're about to get started with all of our camp series coming up in March. We got Sips and Cigars coming up soon. Um, our fifth annual Sips and Cigars event. So that's really exciting. Um, but yeah, it's just all kind of starting and happening so soon, but we're we're ready for it. We sold out Sips and Cigars very early this year. So it's a lot but we're ready ellie what year are you in school i'm a junior but i'm 19. wow yeah that's honestly something not a lot of people know about me but i started and i started college really early but in 2020 i um actually everything shut down so i wanted to find a way to kind of still have sports and continue so i looked around and everything was just kind of frozen with what we could do and having no sports was such a hard thing but score Atlanta which is a big sports media marketing group for high school sports in Georgia was still going to have the kickoff classic at that time so I reached out to Graham David and IJ Rosenberg um, and Craig Sager Jr. with score Atlanta and asked if I could kind of help with that event and they brought me on as an intern. I started kind of traveling the state and doing media content on the teams for that event and covering everyone with 
what was going on. It was just a really big deal. So we had a lot of big recruits that were established during that time. And I think the state of Georgia kind of has that kind of has that class all over D1 college football right now. So it was just kind of a learn as you go for me. And I learned so much from everyone, uh, Rusty Manziel, Chad Simmons, just everyone in that state are amazing at what they do. And that's kind of grew my interest in wanting to go ahead and get into college and kind of take that next step. So I connected with Laura Oakman at that time and a group called Galvanize. And so that group is a mentoring group. And I was able to just kind of start my walk in this career path with them. But yeah, that's a little bit kind of my background and how I got into athletics and different stuff like that. But I started doing online classes during that time as well. Um, So that's how I skipped all those grades getting in. (laughs) I was doing full-time work, online classes, um, dual enrollment with Georgia Southern, which was really great. So I took college level classes in high school, which... And I got dual credit and they transferred to Tennessee. So that's, I think it was 30 credits coming in my sophomore year. I came in as a sophomore uh, last year, finished that, took a few more credits over the summer just to why not. (laughs) And then here I am a junior (laughs) at 19. Wow. It it sounds like what I'm taking from this is if you were going to give any kind of advice to like a high school kid uh, that might say, I want to be Aaron Andrews one day is, you know, be tenacious. It sounds like you, you've been not afraid to ask for what you want. And a lot of people are, and that's gotten you, um, some opportunities to take advantage of. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the biggest thing is just not to let anybody tell you, like talk you down and tell you, yeah, you're, you're going a little too far or, you know, focus on your education and focus on you and you'll be able to get and just kind of learning from your environment and what's going on around you. And you'll be able to get as far as you want and growing and taking corrections and fixing them for the next time. And just not letting them get to not like not getting too down on yourself, but just growing and being where your feet are, but also knowing, you know, there's something out there and you have a future and if you want it, go get it. There's nothing stopping. That's right. If you want to go get it. Um, Ellie, some, something that everybody gets uh, a question I ask on the show is share with me one unforgettable sports memory that's either as an athlete or as a, a spectator. I mean, I could talk about so much, <laughs> honestly. Like I've gotten to interview Lane Kiffin, Kirby Smart, Clark Lee, which he has never, fun fact here. I know Clark Lee's a little touchy subject for our Tennessee audience, but he has never done a TikTok before and I can say I'm the first one to get Clark Lee to do a TikTok. So that's something. Um, but then, you know, Nick Saban, all at SEC media days this year. And just that was a dream moment for me. But that was, yeah, that's, oh gosh, I have so many. I met Bill Belichick, too, you know, at the wow. East-West Triangle and stood right next to Roger Goodwell, Roger Goodall. Sorry. <laughs> Roger Goodall there. And so still like I can't get over that just a football coach's kids dream to see those guys in real life and that was probably the coolest thing and then another one probably watching you know a lot of the guys that I covered in high school with you know just different things like watching them throughout the season you know that playoff game 
at midnight on New Year's Eve. I talked about a little bit earlier when Georgia kicked the field goal to win, you know, as the clock struck midnight, you know, they blocked it, um, getting to celebrate with Tate and Michael and Oscar Delp and just so many of those guys that I covered in high school. That was just a big part, but that was my spectator moments. I think that I have yeah. as an athlete, you know, winning was always fun <laughs> and we won a lot when I competed and my team was really good and, you know, we worked hard for it. So those memories are always something that I'll keep with me, but my teams, both peach and stingrays orange, I don't know. I could go on and on with teams that are special to me and that I remember, but um, I cheered the state game as the only freshman with my dad coaching and my brother as a starting linebacker. And they were undefeated that season and um, went on to win state. So, you know, that's something I'll never forget. And that whole moment ever, like in my life, it'll just stick there. It rained the whole game. And so to accomplish that in Georgia is it's very hard. <laughs> it was a great memory though. I mean, there was fog everywhere. You couldn't even see anything, but just to be there with my dad and my brother for his final year and watch them Wednesday and be able to cheer on sideline. As a coach's kid, how proud, how proud is dad of what you're doing now? Oh my gosh. Every single day he's calling and he's like, just hearing, he's like, I just want to live vicariously through you. What are, what are you doing today? You know, I send him videos of different things sometimes. And I'm like, you'll never believe who I got to meet today. And you know, who I'm about to go and work with. And he's just, he's so happy and proud of me, you know, for the coaches clinic, he came in, um, Tennessee had a coaches clinic and he got to come in and kind of meet, coach Heupel and go through all those meeting rooms. And he was like, wow, like each one of these guys have probably worked with, cause he's not even a Tennessee fan, but <laughs> he just came and he's like, each one of these guys, you know, my daughter's been able to work with and she's been able to learn from them. So he just loved that. Heck yeah. That's great. Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to put this together. I think general is got something wiggling there behind you. Probably. He's been running over here. This is like his walk time right before I have to leave to go to shows. And he's like, well, what's going on? She has to take me doing? out. She, she better not leave me in here stranded. All right. We'll go uh, take that that good boy for a walk and um, we'll uh, we'll connect soon. Thank you so much, Ellie. Thank you. See ya. Go balls. Go balls. All right. Thank you so much for checking out the episode and for listening to the very end. Uh, go follow Ellie Williamson on social media and follow this show as well at No Playbook Pod.